0: So we're here. You? What are we doing? We're in the St. George studio. <laughs> we're in Utah on the 4th of July where they don't Yay. blow off fireworks. You know, when we were living in LA and um, during quarantine, if you guys don't know, um, my boyfriend and I were at an uh, Airbnb for three months and every single night somebody was lighting off fireworks every night and it was uh, there was actually a shooting there like three days before uh we moved in and there was like a memorial kind of thing set up and we found out the guy's name was Toto so every time we'd hear fireworks we're like oh there's Toto because it just sounded like gunshots and then we didn't know which was which so anyway one of the reasons we wanted to get out of town was to not hear fireworks on the 4th of July because I felt like we've been hearing fireworks for four months now
1: well that's happening everywhere (laughs) I remember that's happening like that's happening in New York for the last like, you know, month or so. Why is that? Why are people just blowing off fireworks for no reason? One theory is that a lot of um, the fireworks aren't, I guess they can't like for whatever reason that people don't think they can do them on the 4th of July. So they're doing them now or like they're, I don't know. I have no idea.
0: They've been doing them literally every single night, like March, April, May, Mm -hmm. every day. It was so silly. And it was just, it would light off a car alarm, start off a car alarm. And that's when they would stop. Every time, once the car alarm (laughs) went off, then the fireworks would stop. But anyway, besides fireworks and that, yeah we have an interesting uh topic we which... do. and you
1: guys actually we, we brought this up in the facebook group well, yes you brought it up in the facebook group why did you want to bring it up in the uh
0: actually somebody else brought it up in the facebook group so Jill was on a road trip and uh i was waiting like it's funny you guys probably don't know this but we talk to each other so often but when we're apart we really don't because we always want to wait till we're in person to have these conversations so i wanted to talk about it on the podcast and i was really just like getting antsy and i hadn't even mentioned it and then one of the girls in the Facebook group posted about it. And I was like, yes, yes. So it's the Rachel Hollis and Dave Hollis breakup. And there was actually another breakup that happened at the same time, Heidi Armstrong. I always want to call her Heidi Armstrong, Heidi Powell, Heidi and Chris Powell. So if you don't know these people, they're kind of celebrities in the personal development space and then Heidi and Chris Powell in the fitness space. And um, Dave and what's her name? Rachel. Yep. Rachel and Dave Hollis, it was a big big deal. And to be honest and I'll just be super transparent, I really don't didn't know much about Rachel and Dave Hollis. I Neither. knew who she was um because I had heard about uh, I heard other people talk about her as if she just kind of come out of nowhere. And then actually, we're staying at a friend's house right now. And she had invited me to a Rachel Hollis seminar um, in October last year. And I had just finished all my traveling. And I was like, you know what, I don't want to take one more trip. But she's like, I have an extra ticket. And it was in South Carolina or North Carolina. And so I know that she was a fan. And so that was kind of like, she was on my radar. And I remember when she got back, I said, how was the event? And she said, it was so unbelievable. She was like, it was a stadium packed out. She goes, I can't believe this woman could get so many people, almost like Tony Robbins, like amount of people. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was really cool, but I didn't really know. And I had actually read her book, uh, Girl, Wash Your Face, I want to say, Mm because everyone was talking about it. And it wasn't for me, it, it wasn't for me. Like it was
1: kind of a I mom. I've heard of it too. And it was obviously it's been a bestseller on the bestseller list for yeah. like weeks and months and months and months. But I'm not really sure what the premise is. It
0: was really, I mean, to me, it was very simple. It was nothing groundbreaking. Or So I guess I would say I did know about her a little bit before because Natalie Hodson told me about her. She went to this book launch kind of thing. And, um, I, and so I was like, oh, I'll get the book. And it was really like just kind of simple lessons she's learned. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it was kind of like, like accepting your body as a mom or something you know and Mm -hmm. a lot of it I felt really secure towards mom so I didn't feel like it was totally I wasn't necessarily her audience but I was like okay cool she's a
1: personal development personal development chick I guess positivity
0: yeah and I guess she had some kind of business uh party planning business that took off and that's how she got successful and she took that success from the party planning business and kind of turned it into what it is now, which is the personal, but kind of like where Jill and I are at, like we yep. st- started in fitness and then sometimes people take that and they get interviewed for their business stuff. And then they start talking about business and they start talking about personal development because I really think, and you you and I talked about this the other day is that business is like going into business is literally the hardest personal j- development journey you can ever take. And so I feel like a lot of business leaders end up talking about that kind of stuff. And so I think that's where she went and she had a podcast of her own, I believe. And then she also had a podcast with her husband called Rise Together. And I think this is where things started to get shifty or where people got upset because... They had a podcast together that was all about relationships, and I—I I guess they also recently did a an event for couples, mm. and they charged like twelve hundred dollars for this event. And so when I saw the post that they were divorced, I was like, "Oh wow, that's interesting." You know, I didn't think much of it, but I started scrolling the comments and there was a woman, a friend of mine who posted, I'm going to read it. She posted the pictures and she just said, are there any other Rachel Dave Hollis fans feeling betrayed, Mm. scammed, sad? And are these the pictures each of them used to announce their divorce? And the pictures they used were both of them like smiling, happy. And so I was like, I went through her comments and I was like, well, that's BS because I I started thinking, well, when I announced my divorce, we posted a happy picture too. And I was like thinking, you know what? I was tired of being sad. I didn't want it to be all about the breakup anymore. I was like, we're moving on. And so I went through the comments and so I made that comment and then she commented back to me, well, they're duping people because they're taking money, Um, teaching about relationships. Mm -hmm. And so I thought this was a great conversation all the way around just to how do we react to celebrities getting divorced? Mm -hmm. How much do we put into other people's relationships? How can we get so upset or feeling betrayed by someone else's?
1: Yeah, I thought even when you brought it up to me, I kind of like cringed because I was like, First of all, why do we even care? Yeah, like you yeah. know, like I, I mean, I don't think you and I personally care, but yeah. the fact that so many people cared yeah. um, was interesting to me, mm-hmm. and that was something that I was like, wow, it looks like you know we put these people's relationships up on pedestals. It's almost like a reality show, yeah. you know. It's kind of like we watched this on television, and you know, Danny and I were talking about this before we got on, and I was kind of like, there's nothing really extraordinary about these people, or Danny and I, or anyone who is on social media or who, who is on the television, except that they are on the television or that they have a large following. And if you think about it that way, it's kind of, I mean, I I don't want to say that like, obviously she did a lot of work to to build her audience and, and helped so many people. But at the end of the day, you know, she doesn't have all the answers. You don't have all the answers. I don't have all the answers. And I think if you are someone who builds an audience on social media, you probably just number one, focused on it most people don't right they go to a job yeah. they have kids they do it like do whatever so number one you have to focus on it number two you have to be a little bit more courageous than the average person to start putting yourself out there you know like that's the thing that i get hit with where i'm like wow she built this audience i can't imagine what it's even like having that many eyes on you yeah. right and being held to a super high standard of doing everything perfect and you know as women i think sometimes we think, you know, um, why does, you know, we're expected to be perfect. We're expect to you know, look a certain way, act a certain way, have a certain. And this is why, because of these kinds of backlashes or people feeling betrayed. And it's not that it's not justified. Like people can feel however they want to. But this sort of response to someone separating just perpetuates the fact that people do feel the need to be perfect. And You know, I think we can talk about is it ethical to take someone's money when you're going through your own marital problems? And, you know, are you an expert in relationships when your own marriage isn't going well? I know you and I kind of had, you know, we came up short when we went through infidelity and we had both brought our husbands into our business or had, like, you know, kind of like you had brought Nate in and Jade and I were very public in uh, the business world or in the online space. And I think there's a lot of shame around, like, I remember I posted literally at the, like maybe t- a week before I found out about the affair was our wedding anniversary mm. and I posted and blog about like the lessons I had made, I had learned in however many years of marriage and I, w- and it was also titled and how I still don't know anything. Cause I mean, in mm-hmm. comparison, like I didn't really know anything, yeah. but I remember talking to Jade right before it went up and I was like, I'm about to post this blog on like the lessons that I've learned in our marriage. Yeah. Is there anything I need to know Is there anything you're not telling me? And literally a week after that, I found out about the affair and Uh, I fucking raced to my computer and uh, took that shit down. (laughs) It's so, it is just heartbreaking. And You do the best you can. So I really actually feel for them because I'm just like, dude, you know, it sounds like they've been working on it for a long time and they also had the best intentions. Yeah. Yeah. And until you announce, you probably have the best intentions all the way up until that point. Yeah. Well, just to your point of that blog you
0: did, you know, um, I think some for me, and you know, we all project our own stories and narratives. So my thought was same as like what we went through. I'm going, well, what if they did think everything was perfect, or she did, or he did, and then one of them had an affair, and so to the outside world they weren't uh, putting on a first farce. They were trying; to, they were they did they were exactly who they presented themselves to be, yep. and maybe one of them was doing something shitty, and it yeah. was like, okay, we can't do this. But the, there was a clause in there; they said that it they had been talking about it for three years. And that was something else that people got upset about. They were like, wait, you've been saying that you've been having issues for three years, but we didn't know. And this goes back to our, like one of our- Earliest episodes episode. is your but, audience entitled yeah, to know every
1: single little right, thing that's going on in The transparency.
0: And I was like, okay, you know, I can see, you know- uh, Saying I'm not perfect, but they don't need to know what's happening. They don't need to know behind the scenes. Especially because they're probably working on it, right? So like, they're not going to be like,
1: hey guys, like we're really struggling and we're going to count. Like, you know, and and we can talk about Heidi and Chris Powell. I think they did things a little bit differently, but you know, I think this whole situation is really interesting to me because number one, I'm going, why, why are we putting these people up on pedestals? Yeah. You know, besides the fact that they just have, it's, you know, it's a couple goals. That makes me cringe so much. Yeah couple goals you hear that all the time oh my god your couple goals I'm like don't like put someone up on that pedestal because there's so much that you don't know remember if you're seeing something on the internet it's because that person wanted you to see it yep Yep. Well, I think the couple goals is a really great point, and something else I wanted to
0: bring up here was I saw these comments in the thread as well. If they can't make it, there's no hope for the rest of us. If Rachel and Dave can't, then wh- then how am I going to make it with my husband? I'm like, what does Rachel and Dave's relationship have to do with your and or your? What do they have that you don't have? Totally. In fact, you have probably you might have more. <laughs> totally, totally, and they may have more stress. More fine. Like, I think sometimes people see the success on the outside and not realize how much responsibility and pressure success can bring. And so that you might see, like, they have the money, they have the house, they have this, and they have the relationship. Well, guess what? Maybe all that stuff is the thing that broke the relationship. We don't know. And so I find it, I don't think it's the best to look at someone and go, if they can't make it, no one can, because why are they the standard of which all
1: relationships should be based on? Well, and also that also. Like innately in that sentence of like if they can't make it like who can? Yeah. It also infers that being in a relationship forever is a goal. Sure. Is the sure. goal. You sure. know? And I don't understand like when people are upset that they post a picture of them looking happy at divorce. Like yeah. you can still be you can divorce and also still be on good terms. Yeah. You know, and just because a relationship ends to me doesn't mean it was a failure. Sure. You know, like you we talked about in the episode on starting over, you go into the next relationship or you go into the next thing that you're doing in your life with so many lessons. And yeah. so much understanding, so much more about yourself and what you're looking for in a partner, what you'll put it up with in a relationship. And so, you know, I mean, I think that this is a bigger conversation. It's not really about Rachel yeah. and Dave, it was just because they're in, it's timely and they're in the limelight. Totally. But I think it's a good reminder for us to check ourselves and go like, okay, are we? Why are we putting these people up? Because remember, like we all know, that social media is a highlight reel. They're certainly not going to go on there and talk about you know every single little fight that they're having. Why would they do that? First of all, it's not good content. Yeah,
0: and I think that where I see the people who feel betrayed, and I get it, and I don't. I can't say I haven't followed them enough, even I've only been through really the, the comments on this particular thing to know whether or not it seemed like a real betrayal. But from what I read and some of the people who feel betrayed is they, they made it sound like they were being on the real, real with the audience, that the audience knew everything. And to your point, the audience only knows what they want the audience to know. So they made you feel like you knew everything. And as we can see, you didn't know everything. And so I think there's this piece of, you know, why is there an expectation that we think we need to know everything? They don't need to tell us about their fights. And maybe they did, maybe they told about a few. And so that's why they're like, wait a second, we're, we feel blindsided by this. I don't know because I've just never had a, couple that I've like, first off, it's other people's lives. So I'm never going to feel like they owe me anything. But I am trying to understand from the people who did invest money, you know, I saw some people, they were like, are we going to get a refund? Because we feel duped. We paid all this money to you. We you know, and so I don't know how they presented it exactly. I think sometimes people can twist things. So I'm not necessarily going to believe just the comments I would I would need to see their marketing and how they spoke and what they did to see like is this ethical or not to like pretend when you're not but I don't know if that was necessarily the case I think that maybe is what was projected but not explicitly said and even if it was explicitly said you can't just say like look at us we have the secret sauce and you too well I I don't know that doesn't feel like they would say that
1: well I don't know if they'd say it or not I don't really know that like I don't know them them enough to know but this is a bigger question of what constitutes an expert. Yeah. You know, so I don't know if we brought this up, but like, I love Brenda Burchard's like his kind of three R's of how, like who is an expert? There's three different types of experts. Everyone kind of hopefully will fall into one of those things. Yeah. Number one is a role model expert, which is these people have an amazing marriage. I'm just going to do the blueprint that they have followed. And I'm going to have an amazing marriage too. We see this all the time with personal trainers, right? You come into a gym and you're like, I want to look shredded. I want to get super fit. Who's the most fit trainer in this gym? I want to train with them. So we all know there's a lot uh, to be uh, desired when we're just looking at a role model expert. It's not just as easy as like this person has an aspirational relationship. Like I'm just going to do what they do. We all know that doesn't work all the time. Can it work? Sure. Yeah. That's one. And I think that's maybe why people felt betrayed. Hey, like you were, you were posturing, like you had the best relationship. And, you know, we thought we, if we just followed in your footsteps, we would have it too. Um, Incomplete model. Number two is the results getter. The results getter is the person who maybe doesn't have a perfect marriage, but knows what, to, knows how to help people have better marriages. So this might be the counselor or the therapist who doesn't really have a great home life, but can help her clients. And the clients walk away and they salvage their marriage or they yeah. move on and they go, you know, they go on to do big things or whatever. So the results get her. T- to me, that's probably more of an expert than a role model expert. And the yeah. last is a researcher. Researchers maybe someone who just got out of, um, you know, a P- got their PhD in counseling or something and they haven't had any clients yet, yeah. but they read all the books, they have all the credentials, they have, certification so at the end of the day you probably want to have a little bit of all of those things but i would say of those three the results getter really so if i were someone wanting to go to dave and rachel's event i'd say cool do you have testimonials from people you've helped yeah in in their relationships i'd yep. love to you know see who you've helped and talk to them and see like what you helped them with exactly because then i don't need rachel and dave to be perfect sure i just need to know that they can get a result for me yeah and yep. that's really what it comes down to
0: Okay, we're going to talk real quick about our sponsor, CBD for Life. In fact, um, we are just talking about the difference between... If you go on the website, cbdforlife.us, there's a lot of products. And there's actually a rub, and then there's lotions, and then there's some roll-ons. And so we want to tell you about some of the differences between the, the things. So the lotions are as you expect, like a lotion, a white uh, cream. But if you're doing the rubs, and this is something that I've been using a lot for like massages, the rub has more of a texture and feeling of like a tiger balm, kind of a pasty, um, I don't know what that texture is. Paste, I guess. Nope. So the rub is more like, uh, more like that. And I, um, you know, I like to use it after workouts. I like kind of put it on my shoulder, like my traps Does and shoulders. Does
1: Jeff give you essential massage? Yes.
0: <laughs> what said we, <laughs> we use, um, we actually have used Austin it for massage. And I like, like I'll get headaches sometimes, like the Mm. base of my neck. So I'll put it on like my thumbs, the lavender salve and kind of just rub it into the back of my neck instead of the lotion. Cause I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like, it. I feel like it gets deeper. That's just probably in my head, but I feel like it, uh, just more topically. I like it a lot. So some differences there, same, the roll on, um, is also like for pain in different areas. And that is just more of a liquid like roll on and kind of spot, like, like spots
1: smaller areas yeah it's kind of like if you ever had like a roll-on deodorant but it's a smaller little stick yeah Keith has been using it a ton for like joint stuff you know he's super active and he constantly is using it on his like ankles and his knees and his feet um and so we just like literally keep that like in the living room <laughs> just put it on every just night boil it up like yeah. The Tin yeah so you guys go ahead and check out their products they have a lot of amazing products cbd4life.us and use the code the best life at checkout to get your discount and they have a ton of stuff if you guys have any questions about like what you should get. I mean, there are a lot, everything is pretty much topical. They do have tinctures, but if you have some specific questions about where to begin with that stuff, feel free to send us a DM. We can point you in the right direction. We love these guys. I
0: really, I like that. And I, I just, it does, it's, it's like this weird, fine, There's a real big gray area with this particular relationship. As I'm reading, I'm just reading through some of the messages or the comments now. And it says, one of them says, and now her next way to scam people out of money is a series of books on how to survive divorce, how to rebound, how to find new love, how to make combined families work.
1: That's a joke, right? Seems
0: like they made a lot of money pretending to be perfect and telling people how to be perfect just like them. And so people are taking it as they feel used. They feel like they paid money to... But it's like this is what you guys paid for. You wanted that. You, I mean, honestly, if anybody paid the money, it was because they wanted to believe it was real. And so, I don't know if I, I, I couldn't blame them for that. I feel like it's the people who are feeling upset need to look at themselves and go, "Wait a second, why was I so invested in believing this? Kind of was was the truth." Yep. But uh, it's, it is a fascinating thing. So then we come to the same same week was Heidi and Chris Powell. Um and they've talked they've been more open and I think this is where Dave and Rachel people maybe were upset because Heidi and Chris have talked about almost getting divorced before. They've had some struggles and they've been a little bit more open, but people were still baffled, people were still upset. Um people still made comments about why are you guys they also posted a picture of them like sitting together smiling laughing and Heidi made some comments about um you know why does a divorce have to always be angry? Why does it have to end with people being upset? Like we've had 10 years together, children together, memories together. Why can't we have that? And I think there, there does need to be a new conversation because let's say 50% of marriages is in a divorce. We need to have a new conversation about uncoupling, breaking up, getting divorced and how it can be amicable and how yep. we can have that. And actually Heidi was going to be on our podcast last, I want to say April, we were in Phoenix wasn't able to. And hopefully at some point we will be able to get her on and we'll have a completely fresh perspective, especially with going through this. And I think that this can open us. I, I wanted to have this conversation for a few things. One, like what Jill said was, why are we putting these couples on pedestals instead of doing the own work, looking at our own stuff? It For me, anytime something like this happens, I'm like, Ooh, let's like let's make this a conversation with my partner and go. Mm. Hey, what do you think happened there? Why do you think something went wrong? Are we good? Like, I think I remember when uh, I was married and my best friend she she ended up like cheating on her husband, and my ex looked at me. He was like, "Are we good? Like, are, we're okay, right?" And it was like this shock that we kind of needed just to make sure, like are we falling asleep because this just happened and these people were very close to us. So maybe, you know, if, if this does anything for any of you guys who are shocked is like, look at your own relationships and go, are we, are we good? Like, do we need to have a conversation? Do we need to do something different? Because if somebody's falling apart and they seem to have it together, then maybe you could be on that path too. And you don't know. Mm -hmm. And so I think if anything, it's, we need to look at, why are we putting people on pedestals? And, and second is, why does breaking up have to be a tragedy? Yeah. Why can't we go, you know what? We're no longer in alignment. Uh, this just isn't working for me anymore. And I get it. Like, I know that I can just hear the argument of, you should fight for your marriage, and people mm-hmm. just give up too easy. Yep. Yes, and... We don't know the whole story,
1: but also why is that even someone's business? You yeah, know, like, sure, I mean, sure. and then it comes back to, and like, you know, you guys can de- definitely tell me to shut the hell up, but like the sanctity of marriage, yeah, yeah. people who are, I think it just goes to whatever your experience is. So if you've been married for 20 years and you're really proud of that, you should be proud of that. Yeah. But I also think that's not the only way to live. So like yeah. don't assume that the goal is to stay together for 20 years. Or don't assume that you have to, you know, stay together your entire life. I think make room for other people going, yes, I got it doesn't take away from the specialness of your marriage for someone to want to get a divorce in their yeah. marriage. You yeah. know? And so I think people take it personally, like, no one tries hard enough, and it's like, why do you care? Yeah. Like you're trying and sure. it's it's your value system and you see it as something to be proud of, and you should, yeah. but just because someone else wants to tap out because it's not working for them. Like yeah. no matter how little or much they, totally. they worked at it. And two, one of the biggest things that
0: I really learned, cause I was, I definitely used to be more judgmental about people. Just, I felt like quitting too soon. Cause I had a bunch yeah. of friends that got married at the same time Nate and I did, and they got divorced in two years. And I was like, Two years? Like that wasn't even anything. And I didn't know the details behind it. Um from the outside, it was just like me making assumptions going like what they just didn't like each other, so they gave up. But I do know this. It takes two people who both want the same thing, who both want to work. And so many, many times in a split, one person doesn't want it. And you cannot make one person want it. So somebody can work really hard, but it takes two people. And if two people are working so so hard and it's still not working, I don't think relationships should be that hard that you both have to be hating yourself <laughs> or something. Like there has to be a middle ground. There has to be like a place where people can be happy. Yeah. If you're working so hard and you're still miserable and your partner's miserable, like what are you working hard for?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I think there is so many aspects and we just do not know. And I I saw, you know, comments. This was interesting too. And this is me projecting again. And I told Jill this. I saw these comments in Dave Hollis's uh, thread. They were like, yeah, we knew something was wrong. Rachel never treated you well. And she was mean to you. And my mind was like, well, what did he fucking do? Maybe he cheated and she's treating it. Well, she treats him like that because she snapped. Like, I was like, I don't know. Maybe he deserved it, y'all. So, you know, we don't know. Like we project and we see things, but we might not be seeing what we think we're seeing. Maybe you see, see her snapping at him, but he did something really fucked up. Or maybe she is a bitch and she did, you know, it's like, we don't fucking know. So putting that on is, it's like, we're not going to figure it out. Well, They're going to let us know if we want us to, if they want us I to I was going to say, I
1: also think it comes down to curiosity. Like you and I are obviously have much smaller audiences, but you and I both got, when we split and we had not announced to our audiences yet, I got dozens of yeah. messages and they all started with... You know what they started with? No, it's not my business. I know it's not my business, (laughs) but I'm just curious, you know, and I get it. It's human nature to feel invested, especially if you're following someone on social media and you really love their content. And, you know, like Danny and and Nate had this like really, you know, cute back and forth and we we do feel invested, but it is a cautionary tale to go ask yourself, like, you know, you and I have had curiosities before, like we don't really follow anyone that closely, but we're like, oh, I wonder what's. I wonder if so and so is, and we'll like scroll through a little bit to see if there's any pictures of them together, yeah. or have those been deleted, or whatever. But like, at the end of the day, I would never reach out, right, in no. a million years. <laughs> no, like no, no. you know, it'll come out when it's supposed to come out. Yeah. And so I think if you find yourself being curious enough, number one, ask yourself what that's about. Number two, focus on your own shit. Like I, ha- I, like I need to be a little tough love with this. Like if you have that much space to care that deeply about someone who you don't know's life. Get more excited about your own life. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I hate to like, kind of sound like a dick, but I think at the end of the day, like, that's always for me. I'm like, why do I give a shit? Yeah. Like, literally, I get, I'm like, I hate myself. What am I doing? Like, what am I, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. why am I... Yeah. <laughs> caring so much. No, I, I just thought it was
0: fascinating the amount of comments and I, I read through them for a while because I thought this is such a interesting, I just, I'm always fascinated by human psychology and how people react to things. And, um, and I didn't quite understand why the riling up over this one. And I, I guess most of it was due to the fact that they made money off of relationships, portrayed that. And that was where people felt duped. And I do understand that. Um, but ultimately it comes back to like, we can't put people on a pedestal and nobody's perfect. And there's, there's, you know, things that you may never know. It doesn't really matter. The truth is it doesn't matter. They're splitting. They're doing it amicably. They're doing the best that they can. They have children involved and they're trying to move on with their lives. And it's not helping by having all these comments about how like they disappointed sally in kansas like they haven't got bigger shit to worry about they got their four kids to worry about they got their businesses to worry about I'm like they're not worried about disappointing you karen <laughs> so i think <laughs> yeah. um it is just it's a really interesting thing and um yeah it, it makes you kind of go dang i'm glad i'm not at that You know, it's going to be so hard to be at that level and, and make that kind of announcement. Yeah, Like it's hard enough as it is. I re I felt really bad. I felt really, really sad when I saw it. And, um, especially just, I I saw how they made the announcement together and I thought that was a great, like, Hey, she's posting, he's posting. They basically posted the same thing. It was like, it was awesome to see that. I felt like they did it in such a great way and it was sad to see the backlash, but it's also very, it's a good conversation to have for everyone. And just to say like. Maybe this is for you to look at your relationship, not compared to someone else's, but just you on your own and your partner on your own. And what can you do to strengthen it? Maybe what do you think you can do to, I don't know, like where are you guys at at the same time? Maybe you guys need to get back on the same page and this is a conversation. So good. Maybe it was good for all the
1: people. I don't know. Well, it is a cautionary tale. I know when you and I both got divorced, both of us said we're not putting any of our future partners on social media (laughs) at all. I know, we have. I've been.
0: I haven't as a lot,
1: but I have. (laughs) But it's well, you and Jeff are couple goals, so yeah of course you you guys we are really perfect well this you know it's a it's a bigger conversation than just these two people so I don't want to I don't want it to come off like we're gossiping or like that we are judging because dude this is just human ass shit which is why you guys listen to this podcast because everyone is human we are human we all struggle we all have the best intentions I doubt that I think 99.9% of people are not trying to dupe their audience or trying to be malicious I think they are just literally human and to me I always take these things with a grain of salt and I'm like, good for them. Like yeah. what's next? You know, I'm always going to be on the side of someone wanting to level up. And sometimes a level up looks like a divorce.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My, I really um, wish them the best. And I think I can't imagine making that kind of announcement and it's got to be, it's hard. It's freaking hard. I can't imagine, uh, especially knowing and you guys, it's like, they know, they know they have the podcast together. They know how it's going to come across. So I, the making it more difficult and so i think it's brave and yeah i wish them luck and maybe they will i think actually they probably will come up with some badass books about co-parenting and they should (laughs) yeah
1: because they get the guts too that's the thing I'm like fuck they get the guts yep yep awesome anyway would
0: love i mean we talked about this a little bit in the podcast group already but would love to hear your thoughts after you guys have heard this episode if you go to the bestlifepodcast.com it will take you straight to the facebook group which you get to be asked two questions upon entering one is if you leave your email address we'll send you a uh, little priorities kind of training thing so a little freebie for saying thank you uh, as a thank you um but we have some great conversations in there and if you also haven't left a review yet we would love if you leave us a review we like reading them and it helps other people find us and know what we're about and um yeah that's it appreciate it we'll see you bye guys